Today at Fearless Wealth, we have my girl, Jessie Magic, and we touch we touch a lot on characteristics, our personal experiences and annoyance and growth in cultivating a deeper, deeper connection to integrity and how we want to show up in the world and how we expect our surroundings to show up in the world. And... We're going deep as per usual. This is not for the weak-minded. Um, take whatever works for you. Let anything go that doesn't work for you or you disagree with. And even if you disagree, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear your deeper thoughts on this. So get with it today at Fearless Well. Opinionated favorite contour dominatrix and money witch demon witch a little too deep whisper five percent of business witch. I'm not as I'm not as fluent with my words. Mm. That was excellent. And here at Fearless Wealth with our famous Jesse Magic. Rar. Yes, <laughs> and we, uh, you and I, have been. Um, on some shit. We've been on some topics. Tangents, right? You're the, you're the one person. You're the one person who I'm like, Bar, I have words. I must say. Give me the words. Because you're the only one that gets it. That, that's the real deal. You're the only one that gets it. You know. I feel. <laughs> yeah, it's one of these things that um, I feel very little people get. Yeah. And. Even those who do get it, they probably don't even talk about it enough because it's kind of these just like, you know, we all understand this. So, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. it's one of, um, one of, one of the sub- subjects that came up here, yeah, the last week in the house was this notion that mon- money changes people, yeah. wealth changes people. And I used to always say, that's bullshit and people, you know, don't change. And I had to actually come back from the phrase and come back from my 120 Twitter characters and give it a little bit more nuance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do I believe that people who perhaps were broke um, and were just beautiful angels in the most Christian traditional sense and then one day they get money and they become this demonic, you know, greedy motherfuckers. No, absolutely not. However, I have noticed that the path to self-development, self-actualization, wealth, um, pleasure, mm-hmm. um, it changes, it expands oneself. Yeah. And it brings... It magnifies self-awareness and therefore also magnifies the way we perceive others. Yes. Our own characteristics, skills, patterns, um, and therefore also the others. And before we go on a tangent, because we will, (laughs) and I fucking love it, (laughs) I was the biggest, biggest arrogant cunt. And I, this has been a topic. I've I've, rep- I've repeated it, I think, this week already seven times. I was the arrogant cunt that I thought 
I've heard all these big people all my life saying, you are your inner circle, you are what you associate with, blah, 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 blah. If you associate with XYZ, then XYZ. And I was so arrogant to think that I can outsmart that law. Yeah. I thought that if I overcompensate mm-hmm. for the people who don't, yep. who are not on the same um, energetic mental frequency. thinking pattern frequency, uh, without it being moral, right? Because there's no moral whatsoever. No. But I thought that if I overcompensate, I will make up for their lack. Yeah. That's- and boy, did that bite me in the ass. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I'm, I'm a semi-fast learner. Um, mm. But it was still several years and I wish I had allowed myself to not be that arrogant, first mm-hmm. of all. Because mm-hmm. there is no way that you can overcompensate for others. No. no amount of wellness, goodness, smartness. Um, certain characteristics are just a no. Yes. And it doesn't make them bad. It's just... It's just a no for me. It's just a no for me. Yeah. And I feel like people always butcher these, like, um, when they don't have... When they don't have the same... Um, values as you, they kind of go into these extremes, right? Which we Westerners like, like, oh, so if I'm not, if I don't have integrity, then you don't want me around. Or if I'm not wealthy, you don't want me around. No, 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 no. Because this has never been about wealth. However, I can almost guarantee that people who self-actualized to wealth have certain characteristics. That seems to have Reliability, discipline, devotion, mm-hmm. self-awareness, self-knowledge, curiosity. Yeah. So it's never been about the wealth. That's why I can have broke people, friends, mm-hmm. who have those characteristics and seem to be extremely, you know, successful in non-monetary sense. But they're still very successful because they have these skills. They just don't care about money, which is absolutely fucking fine because we still vibe on that level. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting, too, because we, like you said, the the characteristics that stand out more because the expansion of the bank account equals the expand. It's, it's proportionate to the absolutely in these other areas, right? So we're expanding our awareness of ourselves at the same time, oftentimes. And as we expand our capacity to recognize our potential in, in for lack of better word, our potential to exist in a bigger way or in a more expansive way or whatever that is, there's a lot of awareness that has to happen in order for that to be possible because there's a lot of things that have to move out of the way for that to be possible. So there are certain things that you can't unsee once you've seen them. And I was bringing up to you that I have, I've definitely been rubbing up against the, the entitlement piece in, in what I've been witnessing in just in people Mm -hmm. and, and recognizing like, okay, where is this, where is this mine? And where's the edge of just, I don't want this around me. Mm-hmm. Um, what's mine to look at? What's mine to investigate? And then where is it just like, I just don't, I don't desire this in my soul. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of went through this even just as I've been transitioning over the last couple of years, um, making a lot more money. And there are certain people who I just can't spend any extensive periods of time around because the way they think 
it just, it feels like they show up and they're just like vomiting on your floor. Like the, the way that they're thinking, you're like, you stay at your house if you're sick. Like that's actually how it feels. It literally feels mm-hmm. like if, if you can't come to my house without projectile vomiting, then stay in your house. And that's been kind of what it's felt like to be around the, the some of the mindsets that I previously tolerated. Like you said, we previously, you know, at a different time in a different space prior to a lot of the work that we've done might have not been quite as affected by it. But now it's very much just this kind of gaping, open, sore thing that's so apparent we can't ignore it. Yeah. And I feel as, as deeper we go and um, – your video froze. Oh, you're back. Um, and I feel as deeper we go that it starts to be more clear on what type of dynamics we have around us where I require more friendships, right? I don't require, I don't want to save anyone anymore. I don't want to be anyone's mommy anymore. I don't want to be anyone's therapist anymore. I don't want to be anyone's cheerleader anymore. I just don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. I want friendships who are similar or semi-equal to the values that I have in friendships and And all the other people and all the other like cheerleaders, coaches, I will pay for them. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. I don't want that around me in my free time Mm -hmm. where um, there's this, there's this famous formula where when, when you're broke, um, you have all the time, but no resources. <laughs> and as that changes in monetary sense growth, you know, especially for business, that's very prevalent. Yeah. You'll have more resources, resources, but less time. Yeah. And the, the value around that changes significantly. Yes. The value around time, what you're willing to, even just, I've noticed since I've been here in Costa Rica, like there are, there are so many things that people are willing to spend extensive amounts of time waiting for that yeah. I, I just don't have, like, I'm like, uh, my 42 minutes is significantly more valuable than this line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will find, I will pay someone to do, to wait in the line for me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just, my time is more precious. I'm not attached. You know? Absolutely. And uh, MJ DeMarco from a millionaire fast lane, he has this uh, similar example where, you know, when, when when you have less financial resources, um, standing 90 minutes in the KFC opening line to get, you know, uh, two buckets of 120 chickens seems like, you know, that sounds like a, sure, that sounds like a very uh, productive thing, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and now... Now that especially when you when you are a business owner, when you just have certain aspirations in life, I am calculating like, OK, so two buckets of KFC are twenty four dollars. So I'm, am I going to spend 90 minutes for for the exchange of 20 right for twenty four dollars, which the answer is a huge fucking no. Yeah. Um, but there have been times where that was a big yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh when I was growing up, I have a great example of this because my, my mother and father disagreed on, mm. on who should mow the lawn. Mm. My father was willing to pay someone. My mother thought, but you can just do it. And, and my father was very much like, I don't want to do it because I'm, and I'm working this many hours a week and my time that I'm home I eat, whether it's sitting on the couch staring off into the nothing, it's not about what the it's the quality of the experience of the time, whatever you desire you're going to do with it, and the choice of it, and the choice making the choice. 
And that's part of what happens as the money, as the money starts to increase, the opportunities for some of those choices start to become, they never, it was never that they weren't there. They just start to become more, um, it's almost like they're more visible. It's like, I have this option. I have that option. I could just have that brought to me. I could have someone help me with this. I could pay someone to help me with that. And I think that it's like when you value your time and you're not willing to exchange your time for a deal or for whatever it is, you would prefer to spend the moments that you have, whatever they are, when you're not working with people who you're in reciprocal relationship, doing things that nourish and honor your body. At least for me, like these are mm-hmm. my, like my values are very much like I don't want to spend any time in any kind of dynamics relationally mm-hmm. where I'm working for free. And 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 it becomes such a significant thing and again there there is a gap which the i hope these conversations kind of close in between employees and entrepreneurial people because entrepreneurial people know business owners of any kind that you are the company so when you start to decide how you how you plan your quality time, you are reinvesting in yourself. It's a cycle, right? If you are rested, if you're rested, if you're feeling well, if you feeling pampered, if you feeling safe, the more you can give in Mm -hmm. and give, especially for you as a coach, right? Mm -hmm. The more you can give, the more pure, the more clear, the frequency is the vocabulary. Now, if you start chipping in on that, it's going to show in your product, whether mm-hmm. that's a physical one or a right online, whatever. Exactly. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. And, and that's also the difference between you and I operating from the place of having experienced that directly and potentially individuals who have never been in any kind of an entrepreneurial mm-hmm. role, mm-hmm. nor recognize that even in an employee role, you you are selling your time for money like you Absolutely. are still the boss of your experience even if you have a boss and i mm-hmm. find that to be really interesting too like i've i've always been this way my father was my father's given me some really beautiful pieces of the puzzle right and i i'm gra- i'm very grateful to him for that he's done a lot of other things too but <laughs> i appreciate i appreciate these pieces right when i was super young and working in restaurants I remember him teaching me how to negotiate with employers, Hmm. teaching me how to value my time, teaching Mm -hmm. me how to like, do you want a different schedule? Do you need to be paid more money? Do you need Mm -hmm. this time off over here? I remember him teaching me how to create a position for myself Mm -hmm. in a restaurant Mm -hmm. when I was super young, where it was like, I was doing these additional tasks that weren't part of the original job. Mm -hmm. And I was really good at A, B, C, D, and I could very easily negotiate to say, I want to work less hours for more money doing these tasks. Mm-hmm. So even in positions of I'm an employee and I, you know, I'm at the subject of the employer, it's like realistically, the different the thing that needs to change is your mindset around it. The thing that needs mm-hmm. to change is like, how are you bringing value to the establishment? And if you're not, then you know, look at that. How are you bringing value and how can you um, create negotiations potentially around how that value is impacting the the company itself Mm -hmm. and then then potentially even create 
positions that don't exist or previously mm-hmm. didn't exist. I got to plug you in. Um, in in those moments where people are like, well, I don't, you know, people won't even ask for a raise or they won't even ask for more money or whatever. And it's like, maybe you don't want to ask for more money because you don't think that what you're doing is worth more money. And, and that's in itself is what we have to, you know, pay attention mm-hmm. to. So that piece. Yeah. I have, I have a similar um, experience when my first kind of like legal job, um, not my first, my first legal job was at, was at a bakery, but my, my, my real kind of like bigger job um, where I made more money than I made when I was 25 yeah. um, was also at a restaurant for a Jewish mafia in Amsterdam. Yeah. And um, one day my mom came to visit and she saw I was running the whole place on my own and um she's like did you have a conversation about money i'm like no mm. she was like yeah we're not doing that and it, she, she kind of kind of sim- sim- similarly to your dad kind of like broke it down we're not doing that yeah. if you're going to be doing the the job and excel at it mm-hmm. mind you um of two people plus then mm-hmm. you need to be compensated for such two salaries absolutely and i feel that that um was a that was definitely a part of what set me up for when I did have a normal job. Um, I had a lot of like, you know, obviously sex industry and weird jobs. But when I tried to have a normal job, a corporate job, I remember that regardless of how hard I was doing my best mm-hmm. of, or how little, I would still get paid the same. Yeah, and that just didn't sit with me right. Mm-hmm. Which later, by the way, resulted in being hired as a freelancer and getting paid like six times. Exactly. Um, because I was really good at what I did. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's so much more wiggle room. Um, and I think you and I talked about it. Like wanting to take a leap in life in any aspect, yeah. in any container, requires to ha- for you to have certain characteristics that might be taught i don't know i'm not i'm not sure about your opinion about that but there's a certain curiosity questioning self-awareness um knowing yourself kind of being okay with certain fear right or certain not knowing um also being like because what what do we always talk about like the shitty the shitty shit is always available like we can always Mm -hmm. go back to that Mm -hmm. yes the negotiation part too of like the critical thinking skills that are necessary to perceive things before they're fully manifest, I think is a skill set that we can develop. We can be taught. We Uh, must develop. Yeah. We have to, but so like something, for example, like petitioning for your, for your role in that business to be a double salary or something like that. It's something as simple as being able to calculate well enough that, Hey, owner of this, You would need to hire two people to do this. That's X amount of dollars. If you don't hire two people to do this and you lose me and you have one person that does half of what I'm doing, this is X amount of dollars that you're going to lose. The ability to project forward and say, this is what you, my father was great about this too, like projections of like, this is the benefit that this has the potential to bring. This is Mm -hmm. the baseline benefit. This is the maximum Mm -hmm. possible benefit. Mm -hmm. So there is like a calculated 
um, like risk assessment part of even every decision that I make in my business too, where there's these, these pieces of the puzzle where you're like, well, it could go this way. That's the bare minimum. It could go this way. That yeah. that's the, you know, aiming for the stars type of a thing. Very, very possible. But with a lot of the decisions that, that, people often make they're in such there's so much scarcity and so much fear that the calculations don't even occur because the the neocortex isn't even involved so there's no thinking happening it's just fear there's no calculation of like i'm already contributing x amount of dollars more in value and if i could just communicate that clearly to person in charge of payment they're going to see it with the math yeah it's, like, it's not it's not a yeah it's not a opinion anymore and i feel like everything that you and i talk about comes back to um regulating a nervous system and resilience absolutely and if you have not been um if you've not for whatever reason (laughs) cultivated a a more expansive resilience frequency or whatever there's what a beautiful way that you can cultivate one without being actually in fucking fear what a fucking beautiful way that you can, instead of, you know, what a lot of people experience, actual fucking trauma that they did not choose for, that did not that they not opt in for, not sign up for, and they had no choice mm-hmm. but to create resilience. If you haven't had to build resilience, now you're in the free, safe, and self-created container to, to be able to build that. Yeah. Fuck, I wish, and I'm not going to lie, I wish I had that choice. Yeah, I do too sometimes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> The rough, the rough way, I mean, it got us like this. So there's a part of me that's like, all right, the rough way got us like this. But it is. I was talking actually um, recently just about, and I'm very curious on your opinion of this, because you shared with me not that long ago. I mean, I, I think this all ties into um, just having a broader lens on things, I think sometimes is the, the thing that's missing. It's the self-awareness that allows for like the microcosm, macrocosm piece to happen. It's like, because I can see myself more clearly, I have a, a more of a capacity to see in a broader lens what's going on in my world and around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much of the much of the content and pieces that you'll send me have to do with the greater, you know, the world around us, because your level of self-awareness allows you to perceive the world with more clarity, with more objectivity, with more critical thinking skills, with more ability to assess context, with more ability to derive origins of things like that. And I remember you sending me the um, the interview from the woman in Korea or the woman from Korea um, and just the atrocities of, of the way she, the way she grew up in her world. Right. And mm-hmm. being here and having lived in Jamaica for the period of time that I have um, I've been in contact with like, what is normal in a third world country, for example, like what, mm-hmm. what is normal includes for most people that they've seen someone be shot or they've seen someone die in an atrocity Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so like, it's not even perceived in their context as trauma. It's Mm -hmm. just the part, it's just the way that it's part of their life. Yeah. And it's very much like, what's interesting about this is from, from the biological perspective, if, if they do become, for example, let's say desensitized to these things, the, the the nervous system may potentially start to develop this this broader window of tolerance and capacity to experience intense things 
and that's a fucked up way for that to happen, but it does happen, you know, where they, they are not as startled by things. And I'm, I'm imagining that you coming to America, you've seen quite a lot of like the difference between living in a way where you're a part of the process of the slaughtering of the animals. You're a part of the process of you live differently and you have a different relationship with processes that we're so removed from in, in the, what we call the West, right? Mm-hmm. There are processes we're so removed from that we, we deem as traumatic that our ancestors did not deem as traumatic that we, that our ancestors were just like, this is just how we live. And that many people still in all different parts of the world are exposed to on a daily basis. And so the, the range of what people perceive as what even is a traumatic event and the way that the nervous system perceives it, depending upon the window of tolerance of that individual person, right? The resilience that that individual person has to experience the hard things. And we're not saying like, Everybody, we would like everyone to suffer aggressively in order to develop that. It's just the concept of like, by becoming aware that your resilience to experiencing hard things is not very strong and that you very easily become dysregulated because you drop something on the floor. Like things like this are, are really big calls to action to take a look at that because you come to a place like this, or I come to a place like this. And I found myself that we had like an explosion of a, like a glass dish on a grill. And I saw the difference in my reaction and the man's reaction. <laughs> what was the difference? Um, I was way more dysregulated than he was. Mm-hmm. I was just, I, it, it wasn't that fa- like it came over me quickly and I was, I mm-hmm. quickly came back, but I was just like, Oh, Whoa. <laughs> you know, like it was very much like that was incredibly startling. He was just kind of like, and then continued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, slightly startled, but very easily just started picking up glass and, and solving the thing. Right. It was yeah. very much just like, we just solved this. Whereas yeah. I was like, try, I, it took me maybe, five or six minutes to fully be able to perceive what needed to happen in that Mm -hmm. moment. Calculate and oversee. Right. To calculate the fact that everything is fine. The glass is fine. The chicken's fine. Everything's fine. But like my nervous system is not as resilient as his nervous system because of the life he's lived. And I experienced that with my ex-husband as well, because, you know, he'd been shot six times and had witnessed multiple, you know, horrendous things and all of that kind of stuff. And it's like, so I've, because I've lived so close to it in, in my home, I could really see the difference. And it really called me into action of like, I don't desire to be this dysregulated by dropping something on the floor, by hearing a loud noise, by, you know, like, and so that whatever is inhibiting that I want to understand more deeply. And I want to work with that because it's, I'm not going to be very effective in any kind of a difficult situation under those, uh, in that circumstance. Yeah. And, and I think that, uh, what, uh, what, um, I think for example, people who have lived in different places and have a diversity of, um, class and cultural friends, um, they get more familiar with the different angles where I would say that, uh, for example, East Europe is more of a, um, survive survive yeah culture right 
Um, and in the West, and so that's the base. So you surviving is the base, mm-hmm. which is all, it's also not a, it's, it's a different nervous type of system, right? Like it, that it's another extreme. Yeah. Whereas the West is, um, the idea is kind of being sold. Everyone is a winner. And then you'll just have to deal with endless type of disappointment that you're not a winner mm-hmm. because just because you were born, you're not a winner. Yeah. Right. Have we have something. Right there, 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 there is there is a little bit more nuance to that formula, which is entitlement and, too. No, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. entitlement too. It comes, it comes in the same package. Yeah, and well, here, like here in the West, teenagers actually ask, "Where do frappuccinos grow?" Oh, that's a real you found. That's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. Um, oh, wow. So we are so far removed from reality right reality wow yeah um and you'll also see that for example if if i'm with my you know lack of lack on better wording with my hood friends you know and there's gunshots just you know around and i'm mm-hmm. just like what's that they're like oh it's gunshots i'm like oh okay well yeah i guess, guess that's normal here like, yeah okay <laughs> if you are if y'all not worried then i'm not gonna be worried either mm-hmm. um but the, but the sen- desensitization to that right the desensitization to that occurs and then it's just like that's not startling anymore no it becomes startling when you know i can see things or right like when i see a a door opening that shouldn't be opening that's when my system gets i'm so again so it's much more um exercised yeah it's much more exercise and again there's another extreme too right because there's a lot of violence and everyone's constantly on fucking hyper vigilance that's also not healthy right of course there's all these extremes but i feel that our brain is such a linear it's it it sells the lie of linear thinking and we think that once we have achieved something one time that we're done with that and um that goes for actual muscles that goes for actual goals that goes for you know abilities we think that if we one time reached our you know um weight goal of 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 150 pounds that we're done for the rest of our (laughs) life we think that if we one time reach that financial goal we'll be done for and we all know that you and i work out you and i both work out that i haven't ran for a few months now right i started two weeks ago i'm my lungs are exploding Mm -hmm. i also but i've been in this process so Mm -hmm. i know while I'm feeling like dying in the moment, it'll build it'll build up real goddamn quick. Yeah, and that's the same with resilience. That's why you see when people who come from a actual third world country to the first world country, air quotes, mm-hmm. right? And everyone's like, "Whoa, are you not traumatized?" First of all, that's the that's the first thing where everyone tells you you must be traumatized <laughs> to a point where you start actually doubting. Am I not having the reaction that I should be having right. to what I've been living fine with? Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? And that's, you know, the, a lot of, you know, the, the girl from Korea too, where everyone's like, do you know, I want therapy. And she's like, why would I talk about it? Like I'm here now. I'm in, I'm free. I'm safe. Why the fuck would I want to spend more time in my mental prison of the past? Like they make, it made no sense to her. Mm. And I feel that we still, you know, in a traditional sense, have that problem where we think of therapy. Most of therapy is just talking about it. And I fucking hate that type of therapy. Yeah. I'm all for fucking somatic. I'm going to tell you what my problem is. Give me some tools and I'm going to try them all out. Right. And then I'll come back, report, and we'll see again. Mm-hmm. I, I have no desire in constantly repeating what happened. And everyone has these emotions about it. I don't have any emotions about them anymore. 
Give me tools. What do you see? Do you see any angles that I don't see? Let's go. Blind spots, tools, somatic awareness, nervous system regulation. Like that, I mean, but that's also, I think, I think, at least from my perspective, I do think that there are many, there are many people who are moving in that direction and recognizing that. I had a client that I worked with for six months who had been in therapy for over a decade and her, um, it was like, you graduated, you know, like, yeah, because we actually did something about it. It mm-hmm. wasn't just, this is what happened. Sure. If you feel like you need to say it, say it. But then what are you going to do about it? Right? Like there's, there's going to come a point where you have to do something differently in your world. If you want your experience to be different, it's not going to just yeah. happen. And I think this ties really beautifully back into, like, I think about, um, I think about the relationship and belief systems and lens around money in countries where people experience extreme poverty in countries where people experience um, just not having any, any dollars, any change, any, anything. And like the difference between living in a country where there's welfare and a country where there's, you die on the street. Mm -hmm. Right. Mind you, Mm -hmm. it's all, there's a lot of trash regardless. Right. It's, it's a mess. It's a mess in both angles and, Mm -hmm. Like, and there's a difference between like, when I have zero, nothing, and I also have no one, nowhere, no system, no government support, none of that exists. What are you talking about? We just die and starve and that's the end. Like, there's no, like, that's a whole different construct where like, there are people who are like, oh no, what if I have to get on government assistance versus like, oh no, what if I die? Action. Versus Action. versus the other extreme, where we are so detached. Oh, oh, oh no, um, Brenda on Facebook doesn't like my Facebook uh, post. I might die because our brain still has the same neurons firing. But if we don't give it the right contest, yeah, we have a problem, and that's what we're doing right now. And when, and I feel a huge part of that, you know, self-awareness comes in. Um, and I see it in, in my friendship with, um, with fellow hyper individual people, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that's the other, uh, one that we, we have experienced so many times that people perceive our stories as, Oh my God. And they want to trauma bond. And we're just want to, you know, we're just want to share facts. Yeah. So I see with my hyper individual people that we're just going like, look, this happened. Da, 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 and then, and then we spend more time in, you know, Here's process afterwards. We are not feel, I, we have a disdain for fucking trauma bonding. Yes. Cause Agreed. too many people, too many people are doing, doing that, you know, sharing that story to evoke any pity compassion you know mm-hmm. feel more powerful because now they get to tell that story exactly. um which is the biggest problem that the whole victim consciousness going on right now right yeah and that ties right into like the piece that that i brought up to you the other day which is just this i i'm i don't know why i'm surprised anymore but it's just it's hard for me still to witness certain mindsets around money or to be to be in the experience of certain mindsets around money and one of the biggest ones is entitlement like ever in my life you and I had a moment a couple months back where I just like I bawled my eyes out for like three days 
because you said to me, like, if you ever need to have a mental breakdown, like, I won't let you starve, that kind of a thing. Because I've yeah. never in my life really, like, and since I was a child and I knew that my father would provide financially for me, since that time at least, as an adult, I haven't had a moment in which I was like, if I collapse, I won't die. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I won't, because there is, because I would, ne- the idea of putting my, like the burden of my existence, of keeping my existence going onto another human being as their responsibility in my adult life. Like the, mm-hmm. con- the concept of that is like one of the most nauseating things that I can conjure in my in my head. Like the idea of doing that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. even just the, the awareness of like knowing and believing that that to be true between you and I, that we would do that for mm-hmm. one another. We would never let mm-hmm. it happen. But knowing and believing that we would do that. And and the, like and even let's entertain that it would happen. Yeah. It would happen with such a um first of all, we would we would recognize the feelings of yeah. guilt or shame that the other would be going through or like, you know, feeling like a burden. Yeah. I feel like a burden. I do not, I do not know how to not feel like a burden yeah. if you're going to provide for me. Yes. And then, you know, wanting to lighten that experience, you know, I'm going to just drink water. <laughs> I'm going to just eat bread. You don't know, right? Like they're, they'll, and we will, we would both recognize that. Yeah. So we can set that aside. Right. We, we good. Mm-hmm. And we both have enough self-awareness, self-knowledge and beautiful, clear connection that we could both be like, Hey, um, if, you know, if you'd be living here in, 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 in my balcony room, yo, uh, it's a little bit more tight again. And we'll be like, okay, then we'll eating soup all month. We good. And next month we'll have more money. We go for dinner every day. We good. Mm-hmm. Because that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. But it's clear communication as well. And I think that's a lot of, for me, it's very much this construct. And, and, And I'm sure you've experienced it a little bit within the business structure of just people and the weirdness around money. Like even somebody like, let's say, missing a payment or something. And then they ghost. And they just like don't reply. Things like that. Or like not naming very clearly, like, I do not have dollars to do this thing, and I desire to do it with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's hard to say that, but if I find out later that that was going on and you knew that all along, how much respect am I supposed to have None. for a person after that? It's like, no, you don't do that. Because your own, your own characteristics and you you are your own base yes because we would never let that happen if i if i am aware that i'm committing let's say financially to something that is kind of outside my spectrum i am in that moment making that choice am i willing to stretch my nervous system Mm -hmm. for that or does that feel like i'm actually dying then i must not do it no exactly and for me this is like um, and we all have these set points. That's what we talk about in a, you know, money course. Like if the set point is like, I'm willing to, you know, even though I don't know if I have, you know, $1,000 for this thing a month, can I stretch my set point for that? Yes. Can I stretch it for $5,000? Absolutely no. Right. 
Exactly. That's that's my that those are actually my numbers. Exactly. Right? Like I'm absolutely okay with not even knowing two thousand, sure. Five thousand becomes for me a little eee- yeah. I feel the same. over my normal, like you know, normal income. Then I'm like then I feel then I start to feel more less aligned and more stressed, which mm-hmm. then in impacts how I mm-hmm. operate and how I get money in. Mm-hmm. And it's also based on the hierarchy of your desires, right? So like if it was five thousand mm-hmm. dollars a month for a piece of land. Yo. Right? Whose dick am I sucking? Does it feel a little different? Like it feels a little, it feels a little different. Mm-hmm. Feels a little different. So like for that's something that I've been feeling within myself too. Like it feels a little different for that versus like something I may not consider to be as high on the list of stuff that I desire. So that's that's something that is, I think, almost a call to action to anybody who's listening to this podcast. Like we need to get more, I think, we need to get more in integrity when it comes to money. Like, don't do shit you can't do. Decide, but don't do shit that you, you're looking at it and you're like, I cannot, I will not. Don't do that shit. Why wouldn't you just allow yourself to build up to that? Yeah, exactly. I think because I think what's happened and I think you can probably help to clarify this and maybe we can talk a little bit about the blood codes too, because this is where, mm-hmm. this is where mm-hmm. it kind of overlaps. Right. So there's a lot of um, mindset money coaches out there that will just say, you know, fake it till you make it just like leap at stuff and the net will appear <laughs> like things like that around money. And it's like, there's a difference between like lining up with the frequency, like actually syncing up with the frequency of that and having enough sense to calculate things properly. Mm-hmm. It's not like you don't sign up for a program that you're supposed to be paying whatever it is a month and have zero idea where any dollars are coming from when you make zero dollars a month. That makes no fucking sense. Like we have to have some balance between, yeah, we want to keep stretching what the frequency of, of the amount of dollars that we are capable of calling towards us. Cause I feel like I, like I've got my numbers. I've got my numbers of like what feels like I can touch it and what feels a little further. And like, there's those parts of the energetics that I can feel. And then there's the like the calculations of of recognizing in the moment of how you can stay within integrity in doing mm-hmm. the number one thing is clear communication. So if there's any other human involved that will be yes. impacted by you not being in integrity by decisions that you make of any kind that have to do with money. Like you relationships get ruined over money often. And most of the time it's a lack of communication. It's a lack yeah. of clarity. It's an assumption. It's assumed it's mm-hmm. assumptions mm-hmm. and entitlement. And it's mm-hmm. a lack of like, I can do this right now. This is not possible. It will be possible on this date. This is what I can do. But like, Accurately, mm-hmm. accurately. That's the only way we can maintain honorable relationships around money with other people. And this is why, like, when it comes to like the way you and I do business together, or the way that I, you know, people that I pay, things like that. It's like mm-hmm. there has to be a very clear, lined out. This is what we're doing. Otherwise, there's no way it's not going to get messed up as far as mm-hmm. respect and integrity goes. Mm-hmm. I have this zero respect. For any person who has ever 
decided not to pay for something and then never said words to me. I have no respect mm-hmm. for you anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't exist. Because we know the other side. Yeah. We know. And we've all been, like, sure. ma- ma- let that be very, very fucking clear. When I was like, shit, you know, my bank accounts got frozen. You know what the first thing is I'm going to do? Not even not even bother with my landlord. Because my landlord knows me for years. Mm-hmm. He knows even if I don't pay for five months, I'll pay it one year. Oh. He'll be fine. Because we have that rapport. I'm going to start like, hey, my, my bank accounts are frozen. I'm going to start paying the people I owe money. Yep. You know, whether that's businesses or coaching. My payment can't come in 24th because they're frozen until 3rd. Can you pause? Whatever. Can we, what, whatever is, what is, right? Communication. Never, ever had any problems. No, because Never. you're straightforward and I'm the same way. But also you propose a solution. You don't just go, I don't know. Help, I mom. completely lack integrity. I signed up mm-hmm. for things and I have no, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, do you, now I'm going to treat you like an infant because you're acting like one. And this is where the self-awareness and integrity comes along and just self-awareness in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use my personal example. Yes. I know, I know myself. Yeah. I know I can get extremely hyped up. Shit, yeah. I saw the Mustang Maki. <laughs> I wanted it. I went, found a dealer, took it for a test run, and I was like, woo! I was like, I did five days of cocaine. I <laughs> decided that hour mm-hmm. I need that car. Mm-hmm. But I know that from myself. Yes. So I'm not going to buy that car straight away. Mm-hmm. I could, but we're not doing that first. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let two weeks pass because it's still, you know, we're talking 100K or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Okay. Then my big sister, I'm like, sis, I'm going to show you the car. She's a car person too. So, you know, I'm like, can you test drive it? I'm sitting in the back and I'm observing and I'm like, God damn, this car looks like a fucking Ikea Lego toy box. Interesting. So now once my hype was gone, I know this ain't it. This doesn't make me feel luxurious. I know with all my Beamers that I had, my Mercedes, you know, things that I'm familiar with because right. I have a exponential history with them. Mm-hmm. They will never make me feel that way. This was like, I feel like I'm in a cheap Ikea car. Mm. So I know, again, because I'm aware of my pattern. And this is when the thing. I know this feeling. Right. And I I have it for for more marketing. And I know you have this one at the beginning of the year. And I keep referring to this. We were both like, who's going to fucking teach us? And I I bumped into a mentor, right? And 15K later, my mentor now. And and that was a choice. I'm going to commit, commit. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, everyone is buying courses left and there, getting all hyped up. And I know this sounds very counter sales, what I'm saying right now, all hyped up. And then, you know, after not even continuing 30%, they're like, no, they're they're not even opening it anymore. Mm -hmm. And also their their incentive to to continue paying is kind of like, "Eh." Mm -hmm. but that's a lack of self-discipline. Self-awareness. Because if you know that you need to spend X amount of dollars to give you some dopamine rush, mm-hmm. I, I it, let me give you a free tip. Yes. Get that dopamine rush something else. Get, you know, go fucking either go for a run or just pump it one time into a shopping spree of clothing that you will never wear because that's the same ah! fucking dopamine rush it is. that you're chasing. It is. It is. 
and then bitch about next year being at the same exact spot. Only now the dopamine influx you get from every purchase is becoming less and less. And you will need more and more without any follow-up, without any execution. Yeah. Okay. And then you'll see to start seeing the gap mm. between the people with the characteristics that we like and appreciate mm -hmm. skyrocketing yes, versus, because this is, we're both going, either you're going up or you're going down. You're, there's no, no staying in the middle. No, not really. I agree. Yeah. And then I, and then I'm looking at things like, for example, um, what I kind of think about as undigested regurgitation of like copy paste types of behavior where it's like, I'm just doing this cause it's cool, whatever it is. I'm just doing this because it's cool, not because I actually want to change anything in my world. And I think that a lot of people in money courses, a lot of people in money mindset work, a lot of people in a lot of people in um, the women's wellness um, empowerment sectors. We've talked about this. It's like this is trendy. So I'm going to get it or I'm going to do it. And not actually integrating any of the real material there. Like I think about the content that we have in some of our courses in Wild Essence and like in order to actually integrate that content, there's a ridiculous like layers upon layers of content there that you need to actually put it in your body and practice it and live it and experience it. It's like the idea that we just read it once And then it's, and then it's, that's sufficient. And now it's like, I'm an expert in this and I'm going to go regurgitate it and make my own of the exact same thing and, and steal language and steal structure and steal all of that from someone else and not actually, not actually have integrated any of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's just like, I think about how long, so some of these things um, have taken, and I, I'm going to use my yoga teacher as an example because I recently did one of her classes um, online, which she's mm -hmm. the only. Pe I literally can't listen to anybody else teach yoga. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't. I'm just. I'm so fucking spoiled with the excellence that she is. As mm -hmm. a teacher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Good. And I so I just put this on, and I don't. I don't really follow a class very often, but it had been a while. I've been mm -hmm. doing. I've been learning from the way that she's taught me how to move since mm -hmm. like 2011, like a really mm -hmm. like 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. And um, the way I, I don't have the strength that I did as far as like stamina because I haven't been mm -hmm. doing this every day, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But there were certain things that were still so much in my muscle memory. Mm -hmm. And it was the most beautiful thing for me to recognize. And I was like, this is integration. This mm -hmm. is when, even though it's been three or four months, maybe six months since I've moved like that, mm -hmm. it's still in my body. There are certain things that I might not have done for a year, but because of how diligently I did for so long, it's in there. And I think that that's kind of, Um, it's the dedication that landed it in the first place that then it becomes a part of you. It becomes a part of the way you move in your life, the way you move through the world. I would imagine that it's similar to what you experience with language where it's like it's in there. And yes, you might have to like tune it. I'm losing words. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Weird. It's, it's just, no, no, that's what you get. Like when you language is like, oh, I haven't talked the language for two years. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll get a little bit rusty and then But this is what embodiment, embodiment is nothing like, it's, it's everything like riding a bicycle. Yes. 
once you know it because you have trained and trained and trained Mm -hmm. and trained you cannot ride a bicycle for 20 years and you'll be good. Mm-hmm. You might not have to go down the cliff right on your mountain bike. <laughs> That's Because you'll need a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. But you're good on the bicycle. Yeah. This is the thing. And that's what the whole inter- integration thing is. And when we when cycling in and weaving in the whole like characteristics, um, I feel like you and I because of the self-awareness and this the more self-aware you are the more you realize that there's holy shit i don't know shit about fuck yep right like, no, nothing at all for sure i know nothing at all of nothing yeah pretty wow <laughs> right and when you're aware of kind of the internal mechanisms that go on at all times yeah. for anyone you start you don't start you don't tolerate anymore that people are that embodied versions of those fears or negative thing. And this is when scarcity comes in. I don't like people who have a scarcity mindset because I'm already, I'm, we are all balance, you know, battling or, you know, dealing or coping with some, some form of scarcity, some form of fear. I do not need an external versionalized version of that. Thank you. No, No. goodbye. Also don't need anyone projecting their shit that has nothing to do with me. Right. And this is why, why you end up where business owners only have business owners friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the conversations are fucking different. So the conversation of like, Hey, I'm launching a new product. Whoa. Tell me about it. Fuck. Yeah. Da, 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 versus, Oh, but you know how it didn't go that well with the last product. And how are, how are you planning on doing that? And you're just like, wait again, I didn't even, I was, I supposed to be worried about all these things. Either it's either that or it's, Tell me how to do that for free, which is just like, so, so I have a thing around this too. And you said this early on in our relationship around paywalling your existence, (laughs) because for me, I've actually noticed a pattern of like a particular type of person. And I'm kind of looking at my inner examination and trying to determine how, how I am attracting this in any kind of way, aside from just being in the same place in the same time as this particular energy. But it's very much like a, um, in, interacting with people who very much could benefit from everything I do in my business. And I have some people that I come in contact with that see it very quickly. They recognize that I have extensive amounts of knowledge in the things they want to know about. They recognize that I I bring a ridiculous amount of value in these subject categories because I've been studying them for fucking 20 years and I've put together a massive library of all of the questions that they might want to know. And they will look at that and they will go, I value this person. I value their efforts. I value their time. I desire a relationship with this person. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to invest in the things that she's already created instead of expecting her in our casual dynamic to step into the role that she is in her business. And that's a superiority complex that I cannot go, that I can't comprehend because it, it operates from the notion that I can trick this person, (laughs) that this person will give it to me for free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
motherfucker, we can smell you from seven miles away. Yeah. It, it's just, it just doesn't work for me. Like I will do the, it's difficult. You know this because it's who we are, right? Like, you know that it's difficult for you to speak for 10 minutes without saying something insightful. And I'm just going to be, I'm just going to go all the way in that direction. Like it's difficult to have a conversation or to listen. You couldn't even sit next to Bara and I and not get hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of valuable insight because it's just, it's how we operate. It's what's in our brains. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's impossible to have relationships that I'm not, that I'm not, doing this because it's how I am, right? There's a difference between me consulting or counseling or stepping into a role that is very much the role that I hold with people that I work one-on-one with, who I value immensely and they value me immensely. And our relationship has has a different dynamic in which there's the part of it where I love them as a human being because they're exceptional human beings. And there's the part where they value and respect my time and energy and therefore compensate me for the parts of the relationship that are that in which I'm sharing what I've learned for 20 years and they're receiving what they, what they can receive from that. And, and that creates the ability for two relationships to exist at the same time. One in which this is what we do when we have calls together. And the other in which it's just like, that's fucking cool that you're doing that. And that's fucking cool that you're doing that. I can fuck with that, right? Mm-hmm, it's not, it's mm-hmm. not that I'm expecting everybody to meet me and have the same knowledge or the same wisdom or an equivalent amount of knowledge and wisdom in a subject matter that I am interested in also. Like, that's beautiful when that happens and I enjoy those relationships, but it's not an expectation I have. I do have a criteria when it comes to closeness to me where it's like, if you if you don't recognize that part where there's the thing that the person does for a living <laughs> and and it's something that you're looking to receive then it costs what it costs no matter who you are and if you benefit substantially from my existence in your life whether you're paying me or you're not paying me and you don't acknowledge that that is occurring I, I lose so much respect for that conduct because to me, I just, it's, it's unfathomable as far as how I function as much of an anarchist as I am. I have a high value of that kind of integrity for people. Biggest comes down to characteristics Mm -hmm. because I could, everyone knows how much I dislike golf. I do not Mm -hmm. understand that people pay for it yet. I have a friend who owns three golf courses physically. We have the best conversations. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about his industry. He doesn't know shit about mine. Yeah. But we're both entrepreneurs. We're both curious about, oh, this, this. And we're just like, oh, oh, shit. And then he says something about his fucking golf course. And I'm like, whoa, that makes so much sense. And it like somehow it applies to my life. Yeah. Who the fuck knew, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, and then this happened in the golf course. And right. And I had to hire this. And I fun- and I'm like, whoa, shit. And somehow it just like lands. Right. Mm-hmm. Because characteristics. Mm-hmm. And that's the interesting thing about all of this is that like as as you and I go forward in the work that we're doing, like we create we create a course in the event that we recognize that something that we have access to something that has the ability to be a very powerful tool for others. 
And we recognize very clearly that there's a very, there's a very evident exchange in the time and energy that we've taken in our lives to put this information together, to live it, to embody it, to integrate it, to experience it. Test it. Test it. Like that is what creates, we built a thing for all the questions you keep fucking asking me. It exists Mm -hmm. right here. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't really get very many BM questions anymore because I don't answer them, but Mm -hmm. it's very much like if, if you want access to, to someone's wealth of, of experience in life, then it's important that we value that because at the same time, and I don't know, I'm curious of your opinion on this. Some people say that if you're a person who's trying to make a lot more money, then you need to invest in similar or equivalent amounts. I don't necessarily believe this, right? I don't believe that you need to invest in similar or equivalent amounts to what you desire to be paid or you desire to make. But if you don't value mm-hmm. at a monetary level, what you receive mm-hmm. in resources from another person, then how, where does the expectation that you will be valued come from? Mm-hmm. And is that not the entitlement there too, you know? And, and so I, and uh, uh, I, you've touched on this several times publicly too. There is a, there is a different business model between people who deliver products mm-hmm. and business owners yeah. who deliver products to keep you dependent, mm-hmm. to save you yeah. or to give you tools to build muscles. Yes. And this can be physical products, right? Mm-hmm. Or dependency products. Yes. And those who keep you dependent, they're often much more like glittery and more attractive. Mm-hmm. They're also much easier accessible. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I would love to hear how that was for you. But I feel like a lot of business owners have been at some crossroads in their life where they had that choice. Very specific. Yes. Am I going to go? I'm, I need to save everyone very glitterly and I will create this like mommy child infant like dynamic between everyone. Yes. Or do I want to surround myself with people who want to build a muscle and want to build, walk that mountain up themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hold their hand. Exactly. Exactly. I definitely, I remember that moment because it was after a yoga teacher training that I ran and it was very much one where I had, I had contributed to the dynamic of people needing me. Mm. and I had, and it was, I was not okay. Like I was exhausted from it Mm -hmm. and I was depleted and I had overextended myself. And I was like, I hate this Mm. It was was to the point where I was like, I don't want to even talk to these people because they're not, they're not holding themselves responsible for anything. And then I recognized that like I had contributed to that by being as available as I was and not having stronger boundaries in those moments. And it was something mm-hmm. that I, I wasn't prepared for because a lot of the early yoga communities were very much about very um, fused and communal and codependent relationships were very, very yep. much predominantly um, put out there. And almost so that those who didn't contribute to that were cold and standoffish and mean and all of that kind of stuff. And I mm-hmm. was very much just like, no, I just don't want to be in this particular role um, and there were a lot of people, there was a lot of pushback 
when I decided not to function that way anymore. And I really started moving everything in the direction of like, here is what has been supported for me. Take it or leave it. You're in charge of yourself. Stand on your own two feet. You know, like I, I'm available, but this is what it costs to work with me. And this is the availability you receive at these price points. And Mm -hmm. that is the only way for me not to feel resentful. (laughs) So I, I'm, Literally, I'm creating the only foundation for a relationship that can possibly be honorable and exist for me. Because if I create a dynamic where I know I'm going to cultivate resentment within myself, then then I'm setting myself up for that relationship to have a breakdown. It's not going to work, right? So for me, it's very much like I'm still practicing a lot of recognition around relational dynamics and where I still overextend and where it's just kind of like me being me equals insight just falls out of my mouth. And I don't care if that sounds arrogant. Like it's like Mm -hmm. me being me equals I have a lot of cool shit that I just randomly say all day long. If you're because I have a variety of experiences. Yeah. But if you're that I have survived and yeah, if you're near me, you experience that. And like, there's that piece where it like, that edge needs to be clarified and I need to, I need to really be mindful around who I surround myself with because mm. I'm not interested in being surrounded by, by anyone who doesn't have the ability to recognize those edges of where it becomes a lack of integrity or respect. And I actually find when one of the things that I have been noticing is that it's usually a lack of self-respect, right? It's a lack of self-respect that makes a person incapable of respecting others. Mm-hmm. A lack of mm-hmm. self-respect that makes a person incapable of having integrity in relationships because they don't have integrity in their relationship to self. So mm-hmm. of course they don't know how to have it in relationship to other things. And I just, so for me, it's like the criteria is, is not necessarily that they respect my boundaries. It's that they have self-respect because if they have self-respect, the likelihood is that they're going to function in that way with me Mm -hmm. and that they're going to have their own pieces of that. And therefore I'm going to be able to like, we'll be able to communicate clearly because that clear communication is a result of that self-respect and that develops as a byproduct of such. But I think even with everything that we've done within the blood codes has been so it's beautiful. I've seen some of our students talking about ways in which they are standing differently in their lives and they're developing relationship to self, whether it be with their menstrual cycle or with their relationship to pleasure or their relationship to money. Because as they, as soon as you start unpacking your relationship to money, Mm -hmm. you're looking at all of your belief systems, all of it, your family patterns, your everything, all of that is there, right? So there's a, a ridiculous amount of self-awareness in the course. And mm-hmm. I'm watching the way they show up, the way they're communicating with each other online. And I watch, you know, and I've been seeing it and it's beautiful to see it start to land because it's been now since February. We just talked about, mm-hmm. did I freeze? Yes, you're back. We just talked about integrity and self-awareness and like embodiment. And we did, we started this journey in February and I'm now seeing some of the stuff that has landed and it's for the people who took it seriously. And how fucking amazing is it to see fellow active participants in life? Yes. Because they end up winners regardless. Mm -hmm. 
biggest characteristics. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I, I'm wondering how you perceive that as someone from the West, but mm-hmm. as someone from East Europe, yeah. first you kind of everyone again, everyone's surviving and one's trying. Then you come to the West, and then everyone's everyone is a victim and needs to be saved from something <laughs> or protected from something. Yeah. EI and then feminism comes in that too, right? You know, poor, poor women need to be, you know, like always the victim, always, right? Like always poor women, while simultaneously yelling, yeah, yeah, empowerment, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a huge aspect of how how do we perceive people? Mm-hmm. Do we perceive them as sovereign, autonomous beings? Mm-hmm. If yes, that's gonna then you get the responsibility conversations that we constantly have online and between of us, right? Like if, if you are a sovereign being that the, the other flip side of the coin is responsibility. That means no, no mercury masturbate. No. (laughs) Mercury Gatorade is my favorite. (laughs) Mercury is in Gatorade. So I can't function as a human. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it's mercury masturbate now, but so then it's no more Mercury masturbate. Mm-hmm. Then it's no more, oh, Monday. Or then it's no more, oh, but, you know, this happened, therefore. Sucks. Or whoever's, okay. whoever's fault it is, right? It's always someone else's sure. fault. Something else's fault. They cannot coexist. No, it's not. But that's what we talk about in so many in so many cases. It comes back to this, right? It does mm-hmm. come back to this. Because it is, a, it is having a root system in self-respect and self-awareness. And not having that is is a really it creates a lot of messes that we are then spending so much time fixating on the one particular circumstance when the root system itself is like you don't stand on your own two feet or know yourself at all. And it's like, well, that's part of the problem. <laughs> and you'll see, and look, we have a we have whole industries. Yeah built on the infantilizing of others right. and victimizing others. Mm-hmm. Whole gossip industry. Beyonce doesn't know her worth. Therefore, she stayed with JC. Elon Musk is broken. Therefore, he's with his fourth wife, etc., etc. All these helpless other people and all the fucking wankers, the mediocre wankers, they know best. Mm-hmm. They're they're the baseline to judge all the other people. <laughs> Is everyone on fucking crack? That and also like in because of the fact that like the work that we're doing is rubbing up on like the women's empowerment sector. I think it's important to name like revisiting what you just talked about with feminism. Like for me, one of the big things that is upsetting is that there's a lot of trauma bonding in the mm. communities. And there's a lot of someone else has the answers, not your own body, which is the weird part to me because it's like the, if the point is to empower the woman individually in her own body to understand her own body, to get, to get in touch with that, then why is it this like, I have a message for you from, from your ancestors. And this is, and this is where we get pick, pick your, whoever you learn from in any setting because I when I had a personal trainer back when I was fit yeah I know that personal trainer first of all she didn't fucking run for me I had to run myself right but when I would do squats she would show me oh no you're doing them wrong yeah you're not using this and this muscle put your back like this so she gave me the tools to let my body Mm -hmm. recognize how it should operate 
as a so we need more behind you and yeah, but like yeah, good, great, you're doing great. You. <laughs> five more or something, and I'm just doing them wrong for the rest of my life. And like, 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 if she's taking half the weight, and then you're like, but I did it last time, and it's like you did it last time. She's behind you, thrusting with you. Like that's the there we go. you have to you have to do it. You you have to get the practice of doing it yourself, and actually putting it in. Like nobody can carry you into self-awareness and empowerment and sovereignty of actualization yeah you have to go and yes you might need some insight along the way and here's the thing like you can trip and fall in as many holes as you want to do it have fun have a great time if you would like to potentially avoid the first 63 holes by talking to somebody who fell in the holes that could be potentially if you're trying to look at like what's the best possible way for me to get to this place that I envision myself being in sovereignty and in self-awareness and all of that? Well, it's probably not spending the next 15 years falling in all of the same holes that I can already tell you where they are. So you don't need to, if I can help you to be like, Hey, that one, that one is going to, that's going to take like five years to get out of that. And that's what you pay people for. Yeah. You pay this. You you pay for the for not only the experience they walked, but also the ability for them to voc- like verbalize what that experience was and how that translates to others, and then as a warning sign. Yeah. And then you get into pe- like friendships like you and I have, where we're just like, "Yo, I'm trying to do this." Give me any word vomit. And you'll be like, oh, this I tried this, this. I'm like, oh, I didn't even fucking think of that. Great. Thank you for letting me know that the left road has a hole in there, which I will not see. And then I have to fucking climb out of the hole, find my way back, and then be like, okay, let me try again. Fall into it again. Maybe try to go right around it, but then still pivot it. And then just, no, don't take the left road. That that That's dead end anyway. I'm like, oh, great. Now I have only three roads to explore. Yeah. Do you know anything about the middle one? No. Um, well, I've been there a little bit. This is how to, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So it's dark in that road. I'll bring a light. <laughs> I feel like I know which road this is. <laughs> right? We have all these hacks now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of trial and error. But that's the point. It's the thing that I wished for. It's that, that we created the things that didn't exist when we were trying to figure it out. And that's the the whole reason why this stuff has the potential. If you actually have the discipline to do it, if you're actually, and I don't know where the discipline store is, right? We talked about this. Like, I don't know. If you, if you make the conscious choice to devote yourself to this. There you go. It's a choice. Or something like that. It's a choice. It's a choice to put your effort and your energy and your attention into doing something that you believe because you vetted it yourself and you've looked at the return on investment and you've looked at the outcomes that people have had and you watch the way people are moving in their life and you go, that looks desirable. Let's see how that happened. And like you mentioned at the beginning, where self-awareness, where on the list of my hierarchy is this? And how, because if it's kind of like, you know, like it would be cool if it would kind of be handed to me. Like if we're aware about that, like there's a bunch of things that I would like to have handed to me. I do not feel like participating in any execution to it. It's not a priority. Now, if it would all of a sudden just jump out of the air, I take it. I fucking enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And then there's things that I'm like, oh no, no, I'm fucking doing this. Mm -hmm. 
right? And then there's a whole even like whole level in between where there are some of these like uh, Melanie Ann Lair says is beautifully as long as like I'm willing to my facial routine. I'm willing to do it as long as I'm not really, really, really fucking tired. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness. Then I'll get at the point where I'm like, I know I won't do it when I'm really, really tired. So how can I go down this path? Am I going to do it earlier? Am I just going to go back to bed earlier? Am I going to do it in the afternoon, my facial routine? What are we doing? Because <laughs> we know I'm not doing it when I'm like, you know, half asleep on the couch, mumbling to bed. That's not going to happen. I've, I've passed that moment. So what does that look like? Is it a priority? Yes. Mm -hmm. As long as I'm not tired, I am not sleepy on the couch. Okay, so then I have a whole, you see, yeah. a whole other... So there we go. The prioritization. I find this to be really like as a, as a kind of final note, cause I know we're already over an hour, but like, Oh no, we have all the time. Okay, cool. So the, the construct around prioritization too, I think we really need, I think that human beings would benefit heavily from taking stock of the things that they currently prioritize and then the things they say they want. Because I find this to be like, wait a minute. So you, so you want this, but this is what you're prioritizing. So you want this, yet you are in level four thousand four thousand two hundred and twenty-five in Candy Crush. Hmm. It's just like I don't, I don't. It doesn't. Un <laughs> Unless your goal is to be the top player in Candy Crush, sure. you have no business on being on Candy Crush. That has nothing to do with your actual thing that you said you wanted. So, and then you said you wanted. You said you wanted. And then I have this other thing. I remember this from teaching yoga. Like I remember the how many people expected to receive that for free. And I was just so I was always so astounded because I'm thinking about like the benefits of some of the things that exist. I think about the benefits of the course we created and how profound they've been for the people who actually did it and like how big of a deal it's been. For and how much I want them around me. Yeah. Hello, fellow winners. You fucking rock. Like you may not have 20, 30K or 40K like some of us do. You're a fucking winner. Come sit at the fucking table. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's like you you can see it though. But it's it's a it's so interesting to me when I look at the value and the and the ROI on some of this stuff, like the actual return on investment that like almost every one of our clients who owns a business who's done this course mm -hmm. has been like, I earned back my my investment in like days. Mm -hmm. They were like, I days because it put me in that space and I was just like, boom, 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 boom. And then money came. Like, it's beautiful to see that happen. But it's astounding to me how we're willing to spend $15 on whatever drink from fucking Starbucks because that's at the top of the prior for, for a year, you know, like every day for a year, we're willing to do that. Cause cancer is on our top of our list. Right? On the, but it's like, but I would really love it if I didn't have really fucked up menstrual cycles and feel like shit all the time. And I would just, I would really love it if my bank account, would have more money in it. And I would really love it if I could figure out why I can never have orgasms. Like, yeah, you'd really love it, but you're willing to do nothing. That's cool. Then I'll, then I'll, then I'll say you're a mental masturbator like, yeah. and you just like the thought of it. Yeah. No, you want it for free. Like I, this is the other thing that I put out there at one point, like 
it's always so amazing to me that people, they want things for free. They want them at the time they want them. And it's just like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Like, who do you think you are asking for this from me? Do you know who I am? Like, no, this is not how we do this. If we give you a free thing, you better fucking be there with your pencil. You better fucking be there because at the end of the day, like if you don't show me that you're, that you are like, I am valuing this so aggressively. Like, no, no, this is why the price keeps going up because honestly, we're, we know what's in here and we know what's coming. You don't know what's coming and it's big. It's going to be, it's, it's epic. It's big. It's big. It's, and then the end, then. Let's move away, move away from the ma- mental masturbators <laughs> and to those who take the leap. Fuck yes. Again, they so fucking hot. And it's it, and let me be very clear: you don't even have to take the leap with me. No, you you feel so called to someone else. I'll still see your characteristics. Come, still come sit at the fucking table. Exactly. Let's do this. Oh, I love winners. Like again, I'll sit with your fucking golf ass owning table. I've, I fucking hate golf. Oh, but you're a fucking winner. Sure, we, we do end this. That's what I'm saying. And that's, it's just a matter of like, I'm, I'm moving in a place in my life where I desire to be around more people like this, right? Like I desire to be around more people who think like this. I desire to be around more people who would never in a million years ever go anywhere and not have the money in their pocket to go there and without communicating. Like I never want to be in that scenario ever in my life. Like I don't desire that. So we've all been there. Yes. I don't know about you. But I'm the I'm the East European, and I felt this. I felt this was very prevalent for me a few years ago. Now, not so much. But I don't know why. I don't know if I just don't. I I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I remember when it was just expected for me to pay. And don't get me wrong. All my I love paying. Mm-hmm. Even if you have the money, I love paying. I, and we're all gonna fight. Who's gonna pay? Yeah, you, and that's hot. You and I are, that's our love language. Yeah. If you're going to expect for me to pay, I guess we're doing dishes together. Been there twice. <laughs> we're we're fucked. I'm I'm a I'm a look you straight in the eye mm-hmm. while doing dishes be like, "Hmm. How odd that you didn't bring any money while we were going for food. Guess we're doing fun dishes." I think we good. I think at this point I would rather just I would, No, at this point, yeah. No, no, I know. I now we, now you get the time thing. Here's what I had. <laughs> Like, I hate that so much. I hate that so much. I hate, and it's just, I guess it's just me. And I know that I tend to be, I don't enjoy being in weird money dynamics where, where I can feel that others are like nervous and confused and uncertain because to me, I'm very much just like, it's not about the money. It's about the integrity. It's not about the money. It's about the integrity. It's like, no effort whatsoever is the grossest feeling for me and like zero effort to be like hello I desire to do a thing I do not have money to do the thing do you still want to bring me (laughs) you know do you want to invite me as Jaman says like that's the word they use here it's like are you inviting me Mm -hmm. and I'd I'd just be like no I'm not (laughs) that wasn't what I was planning on doing no you know and I feel this and I, 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 I'm not sure. I don't have it pin, pinned down to any extent, but I feel that this has a lot to do with some. We know the five love languages, but this is something outside of that, but in the same container. Yeah. 
our love language, you and I, for sure, mm -hmm. is, you know, valuing each other, yeah. expressing that. Yeah. Um, and therefore, it almost feels like disrespectful mm -hmm. if people either don't have that mm -hmm. love language. And I don't, this is the thing, I don't, I, if you just don't have that love language. So this is the thing. So I like a clean house. Me too. I've lived with people who couldn't care fucking less. Now that felt like an attack to me. Yes. Right. And then I learned about, no, you just have a different love, love, love language. I'm like, oh, so then you try to, you know, and then it works or it doesn't work, which is also fine. And I think this is one of these things where it's just like, if expressing whether that being energetically or verbally value is one of your appreciate higher and hierarchies, yeah. you know, appreciation and the other person doesn't have that in its hierarchy, in its priority, mm -hmm. then it's just not a match. I had an ex like this. I had an ex like this that because of their discomfort with not having the money, they couldn't say thank you in the way that was needed. And that was always very much... Oh, like, that's what I'm making very weird. You know what I mean? Like, for me, it's like, at the end of the day, if you are, like, over-the-moon appreciative... I can deal with it. You know, like if you're over the moon appreciative, I can deal with it. I don't like it and I probably won't want it to continue and I probably won't get in that scenario again, but I can at least, I can at least be like, okay, at least you are experiencing, you're, you're expressing gratitude and you have awareness that I don't need to be doing the things that I'm doing and that I'm doing a nice thing, right? You have awareness. Yes. And, and it's still, and I feel this is a huge part of a love language because um, we are actively, we're not at a point, neither of us, where we just sit and we have hundreds of thousands of passive income without having to do anything. Yeah, and I mean anything, yeah. right? So we are still to some extent yeah. exchanging time, mm -hmm. right? And because we value that time, mm -hmm. I do not like to, that to be taken for granted, exactly. which equals my resources. Exactly. Because I am still putting in that time. Why are you not? And if you're just going to be like, oh, hey, she put in the time and it's coming to her. Therefore, no. No, we're not doing that. That's ugly. We're not doing that. We don't, we don't, we don't want to continue in these, these spaces. I feel it to be very similar to people wanting things for free. I just, I know that entitlement is up for me right now as a thing that I'm looking at. So it's very much, mm. it's an interesting thing. And I think it's, it's something to look at, um, in ourselves, all of us, right? In ourselves, like where, and I, and I, um, what was it? It's like, I, do I feel entitled to the universe that the universe is going to give me everything I want? Maybe. Well, now you'll get into more complex dynamics because it operates from this. Is there any, like, what rules are there allegedly around? Is this an authority? Like, do I have to, like, what is the, yeah reciprocity like how what what are we doing here right no, exactly it's different when it's humans and humans you know yeah. like i don't and that's the thing like i when it's just human beings showing up in existence together i i have criteria whether or not whether or not it falls under anybody else's is fine but people show you who they are right like people show you who they are and then you make your moves from there but like you said to start this all off with money changing people i think the biggest way that money has changed me is I'm, I am having less and less patience for the kind of conduct that that comes with that energy. 
that kind of conduct. I have less and less patience for it. And I feel more and more irritated at, with myself if I, mm. if I allow myself to go there. Mm. I mm-hmm. feel like, wow, I feel gross that I allowed mm-hmm. that because that's mm-hmm. not how I want to operate. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that brings it up for me. Like that's, that's another refinement layer for myself. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Cause, cause this comes back to who is it? Is it, um, Soulcraft, Bill, Bill Plotkin, mm-hmm. where it's like, I, I am vomiting by the lack of, choice to make to have responsibility in others Mm -hmm. because i hate that in myself Mm -hmm. right and i do not tolerate that exactly we can make it's not about making sure like i can still make bad choices and i'm aware of them like right Mm -hmm. like i've eaten fucking chocolate for three days i'm gonna feel a certain way the end i wasn't past i wasn't this victim to my pms you were like i want it i want chocolate and my outweighing is it going to make me feel better now, or am I craving enough for perhaps to feel a certain way? Yes, no, the end. Mm-hmm. Not, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. Therefore, I must, and I, and then I'll just have to deal. No, I'm just making decisions, and sometimes they're not. And sometimes I look back and I'm like, I don't like that one. That wasn't no. I should have. I next time I'm doing that differently. Not, not I should have done that differently. I'm doing that differently now. Exactly. Time. That's what I said to you. That's what I said to you. I was very much just like I'm recognizing this in myself, and I'm doing that differently. Because I didn't like that. I didn't like it and I don't like it and I don't want any more of it. It's no, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've touched on all the things we desired to. Do you? (laughs) We sure did. And uh, yeah, no, and absolutely. I am the, and I feel this is the thing, right? When people are like, you know, you're, you're focusing on, um, the, 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 the people that don't bring you joy. No, no, no. I'm just seeing more and more contrast because mm-hmm. uh, mind you, while these, you know, people who I don't like are around the people who I do, uh, do like, and more of those are just becoming bigger and bigger. Yeah. So we good. It's such a, it's such a profound contrast too. Like I, my, my, one of my closest girlfriends is arriving tomorrow and I just, I can feel how I will feel in her presence. And it's just like, I know, I know how honorable our relationship is. And it's like mm. that, that dynamic is so good for my whole self. And I know that it's typical yeah. and it's just like that. I just don't want anything that isn't that near anywhere near me. What, once you have, you know, once good. the bar is raised, you refuse to get lower. And I met the bar up. Oh, shit. <laughs> the bar oh, up. shit. You fucking word magician. <laughs> I met the bar up and it was the top. Oh, it was the top. How do I, how can I ever, how can I, you know, like when I have a person like you in my life, when I have some of the people I have in my life, like how could it be anything else? And so, and, and constantly mutual. And like, I wish someone, some people could just like check our, yeah. our like conversation. I was like, Oh my God, I love you so much. I love you too. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you too. And then we like, 
one up each other's because we feel like it's not that we're one upping each other but there is so much abundance of appreciation yes. that we realize that the language keeps lacking and we yes. keep trying to make it not lack. it feels like a limitless amount of appreciation and that's yes. a really beautiful it's thing so good like i will never so thank good. you enough times i will never love you enough times i will it's not possible in this lifetime for me. forever is not enough, forever yeah. is not enough. Yeah. And, and that's the next true voice yeah. but it's true it's true yeah. and it's like that i i guess i wish that for the people. everyone yeah the well some of them yes yes do. yes i want that yes so like go in the places where those people exist like go and this is accessible for all people it is what we again if not you know with me with you there's so many fucking winners and people with amazing characteristics make your choice get near to those like you said again bringing it back full circle like you said what you are occupying your time and energy with the people closest to you like it does that does impact what you're capable of doing how you're moving in your life how what you're able to see what you're able to make happen like it really does so like getting yourself in proximity to mm-hmm. the the characteristics that you desire to cultivate more of in yourself to the characteristics that you value is that's going to amplify what, how, what you see it in yourself and in your external reality as well. Like my life has yeah. up leveled. I don't even know how many times since knowing you and vice versa. And cause this is constantly and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And we both have invested money, time and resources into, Oh, that seems attractive that lifestyle or that skill whatever okay here teach me yeah okay i want to know or, show show me the tools i'll make them work yeah. or not so we're so fine but then we know mm-hmm. so yeah yes boom there we go come and join us in the blood codes the price is going up we're beginning our live rituals in november shameless plug because it's that good. Mm. It's that good. You no, know, it's really good. I'm so excited for the life rituals. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. I have a dress. I got a dress. I got a dress. Okay, okay. We'll 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 tease people with the dress. The dress that you picked for me, I got, and it's coming. Oh, <gasps> yay! Oh shit! I'll be. A, I have a red dress. I just bought a red dress. Perfect. Okay. I love, I love you so much. Love you so much. Anyone at Fearless Wealth screenshot tag me tag jesse cuss at us you know whatever have fun with us have conversation with us come sit at the fucking table we're here and see you in the blood coach and as per usual bye bye enjoyed it or hated it or just got sparked interest or had any feelings about this episode take a screenshot tag me take tag fearless world share it on your stories on your timeline everywhere leave a review share it with your friends secretly if you can't be public about it and uh, just to give you a heads up the things that are going on currently we have blood coach 2.0 coming up with jesse magic the dom course is fully live the dancing with the demons is live and the money course will come at the end of the year but meanwhile Get into that fearless wealth yourself. Celebrate, celebrate gratitude. And as per always, don't forget to hydrate because self-care makes you a millionaire and you are rich and hydrated.